Is that your heart cry this morning? Let him hear your voice this morning. You're all right. Is the very reason why you have gathered this morning. Oh, yeah. You're all you're all I want. Oh, help me know you and you. You are going to pray and say, Father, thank you for the gift of life and for the salvation of soul. Go ahead and give him thanks this morning. Let him hear your voice. You have come this early morning to seek him. The Bible said early in the morning, will I seek him? And the Bible also made us to understand that those that seek him early will do what? They will find him. Let him hear your voice this morning. Say, Lord, I'm grateful that I'm alive this morning to seek you. That I'm alive this morning to praise you. I thank you for the salvation of my soul and that of my family. I thank you for your mighty hand in our means. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. You are going to pray and say, Father, thank you for all that you have done since the 14 days of glory started. Go ahead and give him the glory of what he will do today. Thank you for all these testimonies. Thank you for diverse visitation. Thank you for miracles. Thank you for signs and wonders. Thank you for strength and grace to tarry before him. To you be all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Your next prayer point, you are going to meet your devices and say, Father, in these 14 days of glory, let my story change. Let, my story let the story change. of my family change for good. Make that the prayer Let my story change of my family change in Jesus mighty name we are praying Father, this morning, I bless your name. I thank you for the grace you have given to each one of us to sleep and to wake up. We are grateful. We, are, we acknowledge that it is your grace that has brought us thus far. We also thank you especially for the 14 days of glory, prayer, and fasting program. We thank you because you have never ceased revealing yourself unto us. You have always visited us. You have always shown us mercy. We count it a great privilege and we are highly blessed. This morning, again, Father, we have gathered before you. Lord, you said in your word that those that seek you early will find you. Let each one find you this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, as each one that appear before you, let each one go from strength to strength, from glory to glory in the name of Jesus. Everything you want your children to know concerning you, 
Everything you want your children to know concerning themselves. Everything you want your children to know concerning the situation in their life. This morning, by the power of your word, let there be revelation in the name of Jesus. Lord, at the end of it, save so heal the sick, set the captives free, and let the glory go back to you. Take over this slip of clay like you always do, and let every word that proceed bring honor to you. In Jesus' most powerful name, we are friends. If you are glad to be alive this morning, unmute your devices and shout a big amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you. You may please mute your devices and please be very awake. Make sure uh, when you join us to pray, you have joined us to pray. And uh, that purpose must be accomplished. It will not be defeated in your lives, in my life, in the name of Jesus. I want you to know that um, God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. God rewards people. He is not a fake God. He's a God that is true. He answers prayer. So I want you to be encouraged and be steadfast. Know that God answers prayer. And you are next in line to testify in Jesus' name. Amen. Now turn your Bible with me quickly to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Uh, we'll see how much we can read. Now, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, please do get your Bible, open it, and, uh, you know, follow. Um, see what the Lord has to say to you. Now, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, I read verse 1. It is not expedient for me, doubtless, to glory. I will come to visions. I will come to visions and revelations of the Lord. I knew a man in Christ about 14 years, 14 years ago. Whether in the body I cannot tell, or whether out of the body I cannot tell, God knoweth. Such an one caught up to the third heaven. And I knew such a man, whether in the body or out of the body, I cannot tell, God knoweth. How that he was caught up into the paradise and had unspeakable words, which it is, it is not lawful for a man to alter. So that means there are some words that we cannot alter. They are there in paradise. Of such an one will I glory. Yet of myself I will not glory, but in my infirmities. Verse 6. For though I would desire to be to glory, I shall not be, I shall not be a fool, for I will say the truth. But now I forbear, lest any man should think of me above that which he sees me to be, or that he heareth of me. Verse 7, the last for now, and lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the, of the revelations, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan, to buffet me. I pray for you, Satan will not buffet you. Amen. Satan will not buffet your family. Amen. He will not buffet your children. It will not afflict you in the name of Jesus, lest I should be exalted above measure. So in this case, for Paul, God allows Satan to buffet him occasionally. That means to buffet is to afflict. Uh, why? Because he enjoys so much upon God. God took Paul to the realm where, um, you know, uh, it was rare to find man, other men like Paul in his category. 
And so God wanted to put him in check. God wanted to make sure that Paul doesn't pride himself, doesn't begin to think that he's the most, uh, you know, perfect man on earth or the most. And so God allows Satan to buffet him occasionally to keep him humble so that he can make it at last. So some things that happen in our life, brethren, you see the hand of God is there. You might be praying and say, Lord, deliver me from this. And God may be saying, well, I allow you for a reason so that, uh, you know, you don't, uh, pride don't enter your heart. So that because I have interest in you, I want you to finish well. And together we shall finish well in the name of Jesus. Now, God has been speaking to us on the need for us to be vision driven. Be vision driven. Now we understand what vision is. We understand that a visionary is like a pregnant woman. And so each one of us must be pregnant, particularly at a very critical period like this. Why is it very critical? Is it is a season whereby you know uh, there's 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 a breach, the breach between heaven and earth. God is setting it aside to visit us through prayer and fasting. And so when you are a visioner, uh, you become pregnant with ideas. You become pregnant with insight and uh, and what the Lord wants you to do. Now, when you have when you have vision, you have something to pray about. You have something to pray about. Now, visionaries rule the world. That's number one to keep in mind this month. People who rule the world are people who are pregnant with visions. So it is not people wishful thinkers. Oh, I wish I'm as great as Barack Obama. I wish I'm as great as uh, Joe Biden. I wish I'm like uh, Joe, you know, Justin. Stop wishing to be others. Start dreaming. Stop having vision. People who change the world are visionaries. People who are imparting the world are visionaries. And one thing I found out is that because, because they are visionaries and they have made such a thing that impart the world, they have influence on government. They have influence over the economy. They decide what happened. They cut the shorts in schools. They cut the shorts in education ministries. They cut the shorts in industries. Why? Because they are visionaries. And so for the Christian, for us as Christian, if we must rule, if we must take dominion in our community, in our neighborhood, in the government, in the politics, in the economy, we must be vision driven. For instance, tell me, if somebody like Bill Gates speak, you think that Justin Trudeau will not listen? Do you know if, if Bill Gates is coming to Canada, Justin Trudeau has to know about it? Do you know that if he's going to you know, nations, one day I heard about how the, the, the uh, Elmond Marx, uh, that he was going to China. The president of China and the prime minister, all of them, they had to line up to receive him. Elmond Marx is not the president of America, but he's just a wealthy man who has idea and all of that. And so it tells, and that's why these people don't, they don't even know God. That's why they exert so much influence on our children. They exert so much influence on our youth. They exert so much influence in technology. They exert so much influence on, on, on in the production and in every aspect of, of our society. And so as Christians, if we don't wake up and trust God for a vision, then it's like these people continue to rule over us. And there's nothing we can do about it because visionaries are the ones ruling the world. They are the ones changing the world. Now, it might surprise you to some of the technology, like the technology I'm using now, this laptop. 
I was told that, uh, you know, it was manufactured by the Steve Joe. Now, Steve Joe, when I read the story, we were told that this man was even, he didn't even know God. If I was, he was, he went to, you know, some Eastern country to go and seek some, you know, you know, to go and worship some deities there. Even before he died, he died of cancer. Now, can you see that? Though, though Steve Job doesn't know God, but I'm using his product. So can you see what we are saying? So how much more when you and I know God, then we produce something. Then what happened? We can influence the government. If we go to government and say we want to influence, government will say, but for what reason? How do you want to influence it? There must be something. And it is by vision. Paul says, I go up by revelation. Every one of us will go up. It is revelation that will move you up. Revelation is what takes you up. Paul was able to accomplish so much than any other apostles. In fact, the apostles who were eating and sleeping with Jesus, they didn't accomplish even half of what Paul did. Why? By revelation, by vision. Paul was a man of vision. Paul knew what to do. He would say, I'm going to this, I'm going to that. He knew the next thing to do. Look at what he said in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. It says, by revelation, by vision. So, brethren, your life must be vision-driven if you want to make impact for God. You can't just be wishing, I wish I'm somebody, I wish I'm this. No, in these 14 days of, of glory, say, Lord, open my eyes to see the vision that you want me to accomplish and give me the grace to accomplish. So, you go up by revelation. You rule the world by revelation. You dominate by revelation. Revelation in this context means vision. So what is the vision that you have? This morning, I pray for you as, you to, as you cultivate your vision from God, God will open your eyes in Jesus' name. Now, number two, to keep in mind about your vision is that your vision must be bigger than yourself. Don't have a vision that you can't even leave for your children. Don't have vision and just, just for your family alone. Why not think big? Don't just have vision. Your vision, how do we, what is the sign that you are pregnant with a vision? Yesterday or the, the other day we mentioned, one, it must be driven by God. It must be God giving you the vision, not yourself, not your imagination. It must be God speaking. You must, it must be very clear that this vision is from God. And one thing I found, any vision that is from God is usually, usually it exceeds our expectation. In fact, you don't have the capacity as human even to accomplish. and say, God helped you. So number two, it must be bigger than yourself. Parents, don't just have a, you know, vision. I want my child to have a job. I want my no, 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 no. That's that's the every other person have that. That's a every that's a layman vision on the street. What what makes you and I different from this? That you have vision that transcends your generation. Something that will impart generation. You can hand over to them. I pray for you this morning, grace to see vision from the Lord. Receive in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, I want you to bow down your head as you pray. You are going to pray and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for sending your word unto me. And I thank you for making me a partaker of your heavenly vision. Go ahead and make that a prayer this morning. Whatever they may be, you may be rather go ahead and begin to pray and talk to God. You are here. You are not born again. I want to know that Jesus loves you. I wanted to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today, sinner. Please forgive me my sin. Write my name in the book of life in Jesus' name. Lord, as many that have prayed this prayer, please forgive them their sins. Write their names in the book of life in Jesus' mighty name. I have prayed. 
Amen. If you have prayed that prayer, do well to send your details to me. And then by the grace of God, fall to the right quarter so that you can grow. Now go ahead and pray and talk to God. Lord, I thank you for making me a partaker of your heavenly vision. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Now, I want you to please listen to this instruction very well. Uh, <clears throat> take, write down the visions that God has given unto you. Don't say you have them on your head. You tend to forget them. You tend to forget. We are human beings and our brain could take little per time or could retain something for a very short time. Now, so learn to write them down. So write down specifically and be bringing them to the revival hour every morning. Write down the vision. What do you want to see? What is God placing you on? Write them down. Be bringing them to revival hour from tomorrow, every morning. Now, when you write them down, pray. That means you have prayer point. People who have vision, they have something to pray about. I can't imagine you saying you don't know what to pray about. They write those vision one by one. Lord, I want this one that you have revealed unto me. Please, Father, grant me grace. Grant me wisdom. Open doors unto me. Send help to me. Lord Jesus, you can do it. Increase my faith. Show me the next step to take. So visionaries have prayer point. They know what to pray about every day. They are not prayerless people. They have something that is driving them to the place of prayer. That's one of the powerful things about vision. So I want to encourage you. Make sure you write it down. Bring it tomorrow and every day we'll be praying. Now we are going to pray on the visions you might have written down. What is God showing you for the new year? What is God showing you since the fasting and prayer started? We are going to pray. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your word you have brought unto us this morning. I thank you for teaching us that Paul went up by revelation, by the multitude of revelation you revealed to him. Paul was able to accomplish so much on earth, even for you that today we are still talking about him because he was a man that was driven by vision. I ask this morning, Father, for all your children, the vision you have given unto them that you have set in their heart, that before they leave this world, this vision will come to pass. I pray that vision will surely come to pass in the name of Jesus. I pray for you, all the visions you have written down, now receive grace to accomplish them in the name of Jesus. Grace to take practical steps to see them come to pass. Receive in the name of Jesus every resources you need to accomplish all your vision in these 14 days of prayer and fasting, those resources begin to locate you in the mighty name of Jesus. By the time we gather again this evening, you'll be singing a new song. And in the name of Jesus, before the end of these 14 days of glory, all your vision will come to pass in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for you. You are sick, you are afflicted, be healed in the name of Jesus. You are a parent, you are saying this affliction, you have suffered, you don't want your children or your descendants to survive. As you have said in your heart, so the Lord has answered your prayer in the name of Jesus. Your descendant will not suffer affliction. The things you have suffered in life, your seed, your household will not suffer them in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Give it to your neighbor. Surely, the message shall follow you all the days of your life. And you will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Unmute your device and tell three people 
tell them be vision driven, be vision driven, be vision driven, be vision driven. The Lord bless you. We'll see you in the evening. Don't forget.